Welcome back, guys. This is uh, the This and Much More podcast, episode 11. And I'm Evelyn, and this is my handsome co host. <laughs> I was going to say, Rolly Rose. And our special guest, Rose, <laughs> aka my best friend. That's the girl I said I would like. Um, I said I would date her over a stranger, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I actually seen that episode. <laughs> yeah but um but yeah so we invited rose and she does a bunch of stuff right babe Mm -hmm. one being a mom a mom for sure (laughs) and then being a realtor and a wife and a a best friend and uh, all that all that good stuff stuff. (laughs) and uh and social media oh yeah the little reels (laughs) yeah doing her reels yep for sure so we just wanted to start off by asking about the realty, not realty, no. real realtor? real estate, real estate. Yeah. Real but estate. you're a realtor. Yes. Yeah. So basically the difference between a realtor and like a real estate agent is just having that like through NAR, which is the National Association of Realtors. So that's the difference. A lot of people interchange them, but anyways, doesn't so matter what, realtor or real no, estate. Yeah, I thought it was the same thing. I thought it was the same thing. So what are you? Realtor. Oh, realtor. you're a realtor. <laughs> mm. Okay, mm. dope. So you just have to take a test or what to do the real estate? It's just like, yeah, it, it's just like a certification, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. I think, and I think that most um, agents have to do it in the state of Texas. It's mostly like to differentiate other states. They don't need to be realtors to still practice real estate or still do real estate, if that makes sense. Oh, so realtor means more like a little bit more top notch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yep. You get it? Mm-hmm. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like kind of. <laughs> so she's yeah. a realtor. So yeah, it's yeah. like realtor and then it's uh, the real estate mm-hmm. agent right mm-hmm. here. But um, what are you drinking? Tell us, tell us, tell the people. Because I want to talk about my drink real so quick. So this too. is Tito's and orange juice. <clears throat> and Good I'm stuff. drinking Alani Seltz for my first time. I'm, it's pretty good actually i was about to ask you how it was it's the frozen lemonade and i like it i didn't think i was but it's it's pretty good oh. and what are you drinking uh, i'm drinking mickey's michelobes <laughs> um like always um i also wanted to ask like uh did you always want to do real estate so i've been in real estate now for three and a half years it's going to be four years next um june which is crazy that i've been licensed but no i didn't always want to do real estate honestly um i got into real estate because when i was working for a law firm um i just knew that i wanted something different and i wanted to change and so basically i was working as a litigation paralegal and i thought you know what there's got to be more than this like eight to five shit you know what i mean type (laughs) that's what like (laughs) my thought process was. And so, um, anyways, I just thought I'm not going to get any higher up here, no matter how much I work. Like I'm always going to be capped out at a certain income. So, um, what my plan was, was to go to law school so I could be an attorney. And so, but you know, I'm always like a planner and I, I like to have a backup plan, especially at that time I was a single mom. So I needed to have an income right to back me up so I was like I need something that will allow me to work while I do law school and so I 
I basically said, let me go into real estate. So that was my initial plan. Like, I'm going to go into real estate while I do law school and become an attorney. Um, And obviously that plan has not changed. I mean, has now changed. Um, I don't I don't plan on going to law school now. And it's not because I don't want to or because it's not possible because I definitely think that it is. But I just now I have a different mentality. And it's like, especially working with attorneys, I know one, how much attorneys make. I know how they're treated. I know how much work is required and how much time is required from you, especially when you're like an associate attorney, which means like you're a baby attorney. And so I'm like, I don't want to go through <clears throat> go through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, long story short, you know, that's how I got into real estate. And you ended up liking <laughs> it, right? The Absolutely. Yeah. I love it for various reasons, but... Yeah. You can mention some of them. What are the reasons? So I love it because one, and most people don't really know this, but you're basically like self-employed. You're Mm -hmm. a like contractor, right? So you get paid on like if you were self-employed, although you work under a brokerage, right? And under a broker, but you're still self-employed. And so really your income is not capped. It's all based on what you're able to bring to the table. So how many clients and, um, you know, how many properties you sell and all that good stuff. And so you're not capped. So it's truly like how much you work, you know, like Mm -hmm. whenever people tell you like, oh, if you work hard, like you're going to get that. But that's not the truth in an eight to five job, literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not true. You know, you might get an advancement or you might whatever, like become a supervisor. But I think that's more true and it applies more to when you're, um making money commission based yeah absolutely that's whenever you work how how hard you're working is how much you're gonna get paid equals to how much you make absolutely yeah so so obviously that's one of the pros obviously no yeah (laughs) like do uh how much you make is it usually like more than what people think because when i think about real estate i think like okay they they have to be making like a shitload of money so no so i don't know don't quote me on this but it's not like I don't know what the specific thing is, but I think it's like three out of five agents who get licensed end up leaving real estate within the first five years. So it's like a 70% failure rate for real estate. So a lot of people think, yeah, you're going to get into it. You're going to make money like cool, right? But that's not true. Like a lot of people get into it and then, you know, within the first five years, you realize you can't make it. You didn't make as much money as you thought you would. You just don't like it because, right, you do have to work and hustle and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So some people, it's not a good fit for them. And so they leave the industry. Yeah. So although it might seem like there's a ton of real estate agents and all that good stuff. Yeah. I don't see it that way. Um, I see it because I'm a real estate agent and I know that there's a ton of, you know, real estate agents out there. But I just, that's not in my mind. Like whenever I actually am thinking about business and like what I think for myself, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, yeah. honestly, remember I told you I wanted to look into the real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. then because oh, we I you're talking to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah, yeah. No, but but I agree. Like, um, I did want to do it, you know, but I feel like working at the funeral home and making money based off commission there. I yeah, I feel like I it kind of like burned me out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I was there all the time and. My, all my work, obviously, the money was worth it, like, yeah. 100%. But I feel como que, like, I did burn me out, like, to do push just as hard, you know? Or, I mean, obviously, I still want to 
make money or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, you do have to be like a go getter, and sure. you probably have to be very disciplined. Yep. Right to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's super easy to like fall <laughs> off track. Is it yeah. easy for you because you're self-employed and you get to set your schedule and all that stuff? Is it easy to just like mess around and be like, I'm gonna do whatever, right? Like, or I'm gonna, I got this. No, like. So no. what's your schedule looking like? So honestly, at the beginning, I was juggling kind of staying at home um, because I have two boys background. I have an eight-year-old and I have a two-year-old. So actually, it was funny because when I ended up getting my real estate license and I ended up getting pregnant um, with my second, like not long after that. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of crazy um, how that worked out. And I was scared because I was like, planning on that first year to like grind i was like i don't care what i have to do like i'm gonna make it like mm -hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> i'm not gonna be the three out of five yeah exactly <laughs> i was like i don't care what i have to do I, i'm gonna be you know the person that does make it and so i just needed it to work for me but yeah it was a huge blow i think whenever i did get pregnant because it just felt like like you know what i mean i then have to because at the time obviously like when dominic <clears throat> he was in school it's like all right you get to then do whatever you got to do mm -hmm. so it's different yeah. when you have a little one right when you have someone who's not in um, or as independent correct and it's also something where like there's a lot of like guilt associated with you saying like you technically can you know stay at home but it's not you know what I mean? Like it doesn't create the consistent results that you need it to. So yeah. there's like a certain amount of guilt where you're like, oh, like you can stay at home, but it's not feasible. So like I had to come to terms with that for sure. And so now, you know, Liam is in a program five days a week. I had to like start it off slow. I did two days a week and then I did three days a week. And then once I knew that he was like well adjusted, we switched to five mm -hmm. days a week. Mm -hmm. But honestly, most people don't know that. But a lot of the time, especially when I started out, yeah, Liam was still with me at home. And like, I would just figure it out. I would have my mom help me a lot. And like my husband, Christian, like whenever he wasn't working and stuff like that, like we would just yeah. switch. And like, that's how I made it work, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. Yeah. Dang. So. so have you ever had to take them with you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, ex example, even like today, um, Dominic, my son. So I picked him up from school because I always try to get him, be the one who gets him from school. Mm -hmm. Because I think if I have this flexibility, then I should be able to do that. And that's one of, like, the most amazing things, right? Mm -hmm. But anyway, so... I picked him up from school and I had a client closing today. Yay. But um, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so she was closing on her home and then I had told her like, I'm going to meet you at the house after the closing, after it's all said and done because I want to, you know, take you a picture and I want to give you a closing gift. So mm -hmm. anyways, she, I told her to like text me whenever she was heading there. So she texts me like 3.30, which is like right after picking up Dominic. And mm -hmm. so I was like you know, Roger that, like I'm on the way. And instead of, I could have dropped off Dom, like I could have left him at home, like with my husband, but I was like, you know what? Like, no, why? I mean, if it's something where I'm just dropping off a closing gift and I'm taking it, like it literally will take five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I took him with me. I took him with me. And then honestly, like, it's great for him to 
see like that drive and that work and right like to me it's it's a good thing and um honestly you have to like read the room and you have to know what clients you can do that with and what clients you shouldn't do that with right mm-hmm. because I at the same time like want to pride myself in being super professional all the time um and so I think that I can pretty much gauge you know people mm-hmm. and whether or not they would be comfortable with mm. me bringing right yeah even if it's something like a very odd like one-time thing right no yeah, yeah. Have you ever taken Liam? I have taken Liam with me to, I think, a showing before. And um, what I did in those in that situation, I remember like I picked up my mother-in-law and I had her be in the car with me. Yeah. Because obviously I couldn't leave him in the car, but it's like. We'll call the cops on you. What are you doing? So it's not like you had him like carrying him no, or anything like. No, okay. damn MVP to your, you know, mother-in-law. Because I, I feel like that's something your mom would do too. Like yeah. If I call your mom and like, oh, can you can you do this? She'd be like, CC, like yeah. I'll, I'll do it. You know? Yeah. No, honestly, like, and it's just obviously it's awesome that mm-hmm. uh, you know I was able to do that, but um, it also is is like I know that like a client could lose an opportunity to go view that home especially in like a competitive market where the homes are going super quickly like I don't want them to lose out on that home so if I can make it work and show it like I'm gonna show it and so I'm always gonna you know try to make it work so in that specific situation yeah I I literally just called my mother-in-law and I said hey like I have to show a house and she's like yeah like pick me up so I scooped her up (laughs) and then I went to the showing and then yeah and it's you know it was fine because yeah. literally it's like you're still doing your job at the highest level you're still attending to the client i think while you're there and then you know depending on whether they like the house or not then you do what you need to do afterwards yeah, yeah. do you have people texting you like at three in the morning yeah yeah Damn, not three me. in the morning but yeah <laughs> like late yeah. hours yeah that was you I feel like. <laughs> Because before you went into real estate, when we bought our house, yeah, uh, honestly, I remember uh, you telling me that yeah. our realtor was awesome. I love, yeah, cool. I love, love, love Dawn. You know, she was a sweet little old lady. Well, <laughs> she was, you know, older, right? I don't know. Not old. <laughs> I don't He's know. Like, I wasn't. Looking. I don't age women. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she was older, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, she was cool. Yeah. So I remember. I'd, I, it was so hard because every time we wanted a house, they would put a bid, and it was right. like what the heck yeah because you know? she was very on like, top of it no but she was very positive right like yeah. and but even she was very positive when things weren't going the, the right way right. or like mm-hmm. and that would annoy her and it would annoy the <laughs> shit out of me i know she was doing her job but and she's right. trying she to keep us, for me though yeah, yeah. she was one because there was one time that she started crying <laughs> oh. and then and then it was just like don't worry the right house is gonna come you know and i'm yeah. just like damn don't like just let us be like it's it's not good let us be yeah. in our love yeah. yeah no but it was because we found this one house and i was like so in love with it you yeah. know and i always tell people when they're looking for houses i feel like me when i would see a house if i could picture where yeah. i'm gonna put my christmas tree that's yeah. the house you know yeah. and out of all the houses we saw a shit sense of houses <laughs> yeah. uh, out of all of the houses i think it was only three houses that i was like this you could really be the house like, you yeah. know 
And uh, I remember one of them, I was like, oh my God, this is the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was in Pasadena. Yeah. And uh, she's like, yes, this could be the house, you know? She would yeah. she Before she would show us the house, she would always be like, maybe is this is the she's house, hy- guys? She was hyping yeah, you up. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, this, this <laughs> so then, because I would send her literally, like, I would have, like, my, I was never too specific on my, I was just, Criterion, yeah, so, yeah, I just wanted, like, a, a good kitchen, like, I mean, a, a backyard, um, three bedrooms, two baths, that mm-hmm. was my, right, you know, and then I gave her, like, the area, so she would send me houses, but I would be, like, freaking on every time i would be like yeah looking seeing if lunch they break up and i would be looking <laughs> yeah so and like at, when he would be asleep sometimes i would be bored so i would keep looking and yeah. it was like three in the morning i mean i remember specifically because yeah. that three in the morning text was for this house yeah i was like hey don if you can uh sorry it's a late text but i want to go see this house if yeah. you know today we're available yeah which was that saturday yeah so then she's like she texts me at 8 in the morning. Yeah, I got us a showing at 10. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then by 12, it had like nine offers, this house. I was just like, yeah. oh my God. I, and when she told me that, I'm like, all right, we're not going to get in. Yeah. And she's like, you never know. We could, this could be the house. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and then they ended up taking and the Roland's offer. And thinking in his mind like. <laughs> oh my God, man. <laughs> nah, she was real, real cool. She yeah. was good. No, but I feel like you, uh, that's another thing too, you know, because when I was working at the at the funeral home, people would text me super late. Yeah. Right, babe? They would be blowing me up and I'm just like, Ugh. it's exhausting my, for sure. I want my just me time where I could just turn off my phone, but then you can't do that, you know, because you really can't disconnect from work. No, it's, that is definitely one of the cons, I feel like. So it's like a 24-7 deal. Right. It's especially because you never truly have a day off. Right. Because when most people are available to view homes, it's like Saturdays, Sundays, you know. So like people expect for you to have some availability so that you can go tour. And a lot of people don't think about that. But even like evenings. Right. If someone works an eight to five job, they're going to want to see a house at 6 p.m. Right. And so. And that was us. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's just the reality of it. Now, imagine you know, a person who has one client and imagine doing that for multiple clients like that. Yeah, that definitely can yeah, get you burned out. me that you were like super busy. Yeah. Like for a good while. It's right? definitely like stressful, I think, to be in that situation. Like you're I always like to like be grateful about it. Right. Like I want to be grateful and I am grateful. But at the same time, you definitely. Yeah. There's the other side of the coin on that, which mm-hmm. is like you're exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Does does Dom ever tell you like, Mom, stop working? Yeah. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. And how does that make you feel? Oh, I feel horrible about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it just makes me feel like you know, like those thoughts start creeping in. Like, am I a bad parent? Am I doing the right thing? Like I'm doing this for them, but am I taking time right like it's that juggling aspect yeah. where you just don't know whether because then christian's working out of town or he'll be working or something right yeah like so it's not like okay while i'm working at least they have him yeah but sometimes both of y'all are just sometimes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i feel like uh i'm like that with milo where i'm just like working and he'll go in i let him go into my office yeah and he can be in there but there's times when i'm just like all right milo you gotta you You're, gotta go yeah you know and then but she's there with him, so it's like, okay, well, at least if he goes that outside of my office, yeah. 
No, yeah, but I always try to like get him out too. But he's yeah. always like. But sometimes I'm just not. Just he can be in there. It's yeah. Because cool, like. mm-hmm. he does wake up sometimes, like on Saturdays if Roland's not here, yeah. or when he wasn't in school, he would wake up and literally walk to his office and be like, "Puppy, Aww. puppy." <laughs> <laughs> And now it takes really, yeah. oh, he's asking for you. <laughs> not trying yeah. to make you feel trying bad. Trying to make but. him feel bad about it. <laughs> no, just so he knows he wakes up thinking about yeah. him. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> so how is it that you get your clients? Okay, so that's a good question. I honestly, so I like to track all my stuff, like all my business. So um, every time I have like an intake or a buyer's console, I'll ask someone like, how did you hear about me? A lot of the times I already know because like mm-hmm. they tell me in the initial contact, if they reach out to me like, hey, I was referred to you by whatever or I heard, you know, of you or something. So I kind of figure that out. But if I don't hear that from them, I always ask the question because you don't know what you need to put your focus and money on as far as marketing unless you know where you're getting the majority of your business and like vice versa like where you're kind of not getting enough business so you're like do I need to be doing more of that so anyways that's the way that I gauge myself for you know as far as like where my clients come from so honestly a lot of it is social media and then now just now that I'm getting close to my fourth year am I getting referral business which is Mm. referrals are clients that i've worked with in the past who then refer me to other um other people right Mm. either people Mm -hmm. that their family members a friend um and so yeah i've referred some people to you yeah priscilla oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i you've you've referred a couple people for sure yeah because i'm always like oh yeah because before you became a like a real estate yeah. agent, uh, a realtor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm correcting myself. She's, she's, <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to refer to to ours to Don. Yeah, to Don. So Erica bought with with Don, with Don. Mm-hmm. and Lego, right? And Lego bought with Don too. Mm-hmm. And right. um, but then when you started doing it, I was like, all right, you know. And then I started referring <laughs> some doing people. Doing her thing. Yeah, see, she's over there doing her, you You're know, like, post and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just her what you need to know to buy a house <laughs> yeah which those are pretty good like, yeah they yeah. are Rona's always telling me damn Rose is <laughs> yeah she's, she's like, like she's doing the whole like social media shit it's pretty it's pretty yeah. cool to see you know thank you so, yeah but yeah but i did want to ask like how you were getting your uh your clients because mm-hmm. i did think it was through social media but yeah. at the same time i was like or maybe it, it is like referrals and stuff like that mm-hmm. but, it's a combination but yeah. i would say like just off the top of my head without looking at my spreadsheet, maybe 60% of it comes from social media and like 40% comes from referrals and then other sources, right? Mm. So um, for a while at the beginning when I first started real estate, um, I tried to incorporate something different, which is like paying for leads, which are paying for potential clients. And so that's actually how I got my first client or deal Mm. through, um, I paid, right? Mm -hmm. I paid um, to get leads through... I don't remember if it was, I've never done Zillow. I want to say I did Realtor.com. Oh, okay. And so I, basically the way that that works is like you pay a certain amount for either a zip code or whatever. And mm-hmm. they, they capture, right? Because all of those engines are like lead capture machines. Like yeah. that's what they do. And people don't realize that when you're like yeah, when sitting you're there like, putting your information, but that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're capturing the lead and then they 
sell it to someone. Mm. <laughs> AKA me at the beginning. <laughs> and then like tons of other people. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because, you know, I never thought about that. And so then anyways, it, it makes you think about that. But have I, you ever paid to do the to have your picture at the very bottom of a house? Like uh like on uh, sponsoring and stuff like, like that. Like on realtor.com or no, like no? no. I mm. I didn't pay for that just um just because this is the way I thought of, about that. I thought why am I going to waste my money doing that when what I want to do is be the listing agent and be because mm. the listing agent's already there. What people don't realize when they you're scrolling through the other straight like truly a Redfin Zillow is that it'll be an agent at the bottom, but then they'll say this house is listed by da da da, da. and it's actually going to say the agent who is actually listed by who's mm. actually representing and will know information about that particular property does that make sense no, yeah yeah, yeah. I know yeah. and so anyways my goal was like no what do i need to do to be the person Listed. listing the properties yeah. right mm -hmm. yeah oh that's pretty good cool. that's how i found mine yeah i saw her picture i was yeah, like she was redfin no yeah, yeah. It was, we used redfin i remember i remember you telling me yeah and then i was like All right. So I just sent her my info. Cool. She gave me a call literally like within like 10 minutes. You know the reason for that, right? What? Because it's like when people are mindlessly <clears throat> scrolling, it's like your attention span is like very short, right? So like you could have been doing that, but then like, oh, I'm going to start washing dishes. So you need to like, as soon as you get that lead, boom, you need to give them a call. Like, because if not, the chances of you actually reaching them afterwards is like, almost zero no. so you need to catch them while they're still interested <laughs> so literally so, so um the first client or clients that i actually obtained mm -hmm. it was my first lead that i got really which was in now i realize that that's insane because you don't yeah, like that you never really yes yeah, yeah you gotta get a couple no before, you gotta like, yeah. it's literally like i think the conversion rate is something like one out of a hundred like out of a yeah. hundred leads that you get you might convert which it means that you actually Not turn yet. that person into a client mm -hmm. and it's crazy i was like right <laughs> <laughs> anyways so the first uh clients yeah And I still remember them and I still like reach out to them. And um, yeah, I seen that you do the little uh, to your clients. Yeah, I think you gave them something for Halloween. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's not something you have to do, right? No. It's just like just because like just because. But um, it's also like to keep what's called top of mind. So it's like you want to make sure that's the whole thing about uh, social media, too. Like you want to be at the top of someone's head when they think of either your industry or your business or what you're doing right mm -hmm. and so you want to be the person that they call when they're like oh you know what i'm thinking about selling my house like oh well rose has been keeping mm -hmm. in touch with me and she's you know still doing it and she's still in business right mm -hmm. and if for example like you do one deal with that person they never reach out to you again mm -hmm. right You're, yeah. you're really not going to be like, oh, I'm going to give them my business because the probability of you meeting another real estate agent down the road, it's yeah so likely, yeah. right? Because yeah. everyone's cousin and grandpa and, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> grandpa is such a weird, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know why he said that. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. No, yeah, because Dawn, I feel like she's always been like, oh, like that's our... Mm -hmm. it's our go-to or we've always remembered her i don't know but yeah. she doesn't really well, i don't know 
she no. hasn't well she, i have her on facebook she on she'll facebook, send me yeah. messages yeah and i feel so bad because i she's always wanted to like, be invited to the house Aww. or to meet milo but i've never like reached out to be like hey you know? yeah. yeah but now i know it's a business move so i don't feel as bad <laughs> <laughs> <Not> just... <laughs> but well, she probably know, sees me because i'll be tagging rose a lot like when right. somebody's like oh do you know a real estate agent i think that like too what's important about that is like that the relationship and that the communication be genuine because you can't just like reach out to someone like mm-hmm. hey girl and you don't even know them or yeah, you yeah. haven't even had an experience with them or whatever yeah. right because oh, yeah. that's what people consider like a cold message or a cold call like when people are a cold call right it's like someone that you don't know you've never like actually built rapport with Mm -hmm. and so where i come from with that is like i want to be super genuine to actually build a relationship with my clients and with the people right that Mm -hmm. i'm working with like i don't see them as just like oh it's a client you know like and so anyways afterwards it's like yeah it is a way to keep in touch with them but it's for me it's always genuine like i don't have to do any of like that extra stuff i could just be top of mind for someone just to send like a blast email where it's like happy holidays mm, you know how like yeah. all those companies do that like sending you like happy holidays whatever 50 percent mm-hmm. off this whatever like that's all marketing that's all oh, yeah. what that is so really i could achieve that without me putting in all like all the extra work yeah. right so yeah, guys, if y'all want to buy a house and get candies afterward, <laughs> get with Rose. Get some goodies. <laughs> but we're going to take a quick break and um, we'll be back. Yep. What's up, guys? We're back with some more, you know, little details. Yeah, what's good? <clears throat> First, I, sh- I showed you my drink earlier. I rated that one. Honestly, it was a 10 out of 10. The What was it again? Frozen lemonade? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 9, 10. 9 dash 10 i'll just say a 9 out of 10 <laughs> 9 out of 10 this one the hawaiian shaved ice i'm gonna give it a let me see good taste again <laughs> yeah. oh i don't know i think it's like a 6 give it a 10. 9 out of 10 because they might be watching <laughs> ah. i'm sorry i really look up to katie and hayden but the Hawaiian gotta be shaved ice for the viewers yeah. and stuff. I think it's. I think it's more of a six out of ten for me. I think it's like the aftertaste because the before taste is alright. Like mine is a ten out of ten. <laughs> Man, when we were in Vegas for a bachelor, that's pretty much what I was drinking. That's how come I didn't wake up hungover. Drinking uh, old. Well, I drank OJ and vodka. But. Uh, <laughs> so we were talking about because uh, you had mentioned the the something what was it the marketing yeah but but it was about uh you said one out of like i forgot the number a thousand like about about the leads (laughs) okay so i was gonna ask like because gaining a client doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna close with them right correct so what's your like ratio yeah ratio for once i actually get a client i like 98% 98% will close them. Mm. It's only like very few that have fallen through. Um, or they just like I had one client um, end up going with somebody different or closing with someone different, which like broke my heart. But it yeah. happens. I was going to ask just, you that too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because like what you have to understand too is like you're not guaranteed anyone's business ever, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I always tell clients, like, yeah, like, I can 
you know, represent you, but I'm not going to hold you like hostage, right? Like if, if you ever feel like I always tell my clients, like if you ever feel like you're not getting maybe the service that you wanted, or you just don't feel like we are a good match, like that happens, like I'm totally okay with that. I'm not going to like be like, oh, well, sorry, you signed a, you know, (laughs) buyers, (laughs) you know, you buyers agreement, you close with me only. Yeah. Yeah. So because technically that's what that's for to protect you. But I always tell the clients like, I want you to work with me because you like how I work and you genuinely, you know, like me and the work that I'm doing for you. Have you, uh, have you gotten like a lot of friends for sure business? Really? Because yeah. I, I guess I'm, I'm asking because I've heard the whole, uh, you never hire like a realtor or a family member. I mean, you never hire Mixed a friend. Personal and business. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people think that way, which, you know, I respect, but it doesn't make it like, it doesn't make you feel any better, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still a blow to you if someone like close to you chooses to go with some other person yeah, right? because you're like well i'm right here bro. i'm right here yeah, like yeah. am i not good enough right it makes you question your your like self and like your work right yeah. and to me like that's hella important like i fucking take pride in my work and like the type of person that i am that i like you know work hard what i put out and so anyways so that's like a slap in the face. Like, <laughs> okay. um, But I think that the way that you go about it is more important. Because I think if someone's like genuine, like, hey, I just don't like to mix personal with business. So I just want to let you know. Like, mm-hmm. I think if it's somebody like super close or a family member, like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, yeah. this is the reason why or whatever. And I feel like it would be cool. Like, all right, respect. But I think it's whenever they don't tell you and you just kind of see it on their social, like, I see you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm your friend. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so anyways, um, but yeah, no, I always just think about it as like, you know, I don't automatically assume someone's going to give me their business. So. Yeah. I feel like I had to learn that shit too. Like, um, especially like with the whole, uh, not superior, but more of the design work or more yeah. of a, just anything that I offer and I see somebody else going to somebody else. For the similar thing. Yeah, and I'm or, just yeah. like, it's cool. But <laughs> I, I, I don't think I ever got to the point where I felt like, man, what the hell? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I always felt like I have enough. Business I have enough. Or, yeah, I have enough business mm-hmm. where it doesn't bother me. And I'm just like, it's cool. Like, and yeah. it always ends up being where it's like, oh, they didn't do a good job. Yeah. So and that makes you feel better. Yeah, and I'm just like, I could have done better than that <laughs> shit. It's a lot of it's a lot of people that I know that have like their logos done or something like that. And yeah. I'm just like and which I don't do too many logos. I don't like doing logos and stuff like that. But yeah. when I do see people that I could have helped out and then they get their logo back and I'm just like, mm, That's you what know. you get. It's <laughs> cool, you know. That but that happens in all kinds of businesses. Because yeah. it sure. happens to your dad all the time too. Oh yeah. My dad, he uh Cause he's a painter, so it's yeah. it's happened before where he'll quote a job or something, and then mm-hmm. uh, they're like, "Oh, well, it's it's a little too much, whatever." And then they They'll go with somebody sign. else, mm-hmm. and then they mess it up, so they gotta call my dad. Want to have him go to back. go fix it? But then he that's when he ups his his price right. even more. Right? And, he'll be know. like, "Oh, uh, if I have to fix it, then this is how much I'm charging." Now yeah. it's this. And <laughs> this is it's just you know. Yeah. They decided that, so. No, it is definitely part of like business i think failures is like part of it 
Mm-hmm. And you just no, have yeah, to be sure. o- you have to be okay with it and like not let it completely <laughs> destroy <laughs> your confidence and all that. Yeah. And yeah. what about like um, disclosing information on like the houses? Do you so? Because I mean, have you ever felt like you've sold a house where somebody's gotten murdered or? It's haunted. I I personally <laughs> <What>? have not. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's good. Sorry, no, I don't know. Is that an odd <laughs> it's question? It's funny. It's funny. Okay. I wanted to know too. Actually, okay. people have asked me. People have asked. Like clients have asked me that. Like, hey Rose, like I get a weird feeling. Like, do you think that right? Like, or something like that? And somebody faints. Like, oh, some, there's something here, and you're just like, no, seriously. Uh, like sometimes people are like, oh, I don't get a good like you know vibe or something. Like a homie vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, you know, trust your gut, absolutely. But um, so in regards to disclosing, no, it's because I feel like I picture somebody being like, I don't, I don't get a good vibe, and you're like, no, and then like you're covering the blood stains and shit, like, no, I think this is a good. Heart. No, so basically, you do have to disclose like if a crime occurred in the property. Mm-hmm. So we have a document that's called the seller's disclosure that. Like, you legally have to provide that in the state of Texas. So, it has, like, numerous things about flooding, right? Like, if the property has flooded before, like, that's part of it. Um, The age of the roof is part of it. If the property has had any inspections done and reports done within the... And this is all within the last four to five years. That's that's how far back you have to disclose. Oh, that Mm -hmm. that was what I was going to ask you. Like, how far back? Correct. Four to five years. But, Mm. um, so when it comes to crimes... Um, like I said, so murder would be part of that <laughs> if someone was murdered in the house. Like, I, I mean, know that's not funny, but no, no. no I think <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's not. Okay. It's not funny. So why are y'all laughing? I was just like, like, <laughs> I'm laughing because of his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, Anyways, but it's not funny. So I, um, I did have a colleague and I, I think you guys probably have heard of, I think it was like in Cyprus or something where there was a murder suicide that happened, you know? So think about it. Like they probably have to sell the house. Yeah. And so anyways, so yeah, something like that would have to be disclosed. Um, however, fun fact, well, I guess this is not a fun fact cause it's not <laughs> fun, but, um, they don't actually have to disclose if it's, you know, uh, if it's a death of natural causes. So if someone like, let's just say was already terminal or right, like they like to be comfortable and they like to pass in their homes. So if it's something like that, they don't have to disclose it. Can they? Yes. But they don't have to legally. So the guy, uh, I was thinking about that. The guy next to us, he Uh passed away. Yeah, he was on. He was in hospice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If so, he was in hospice, that's natural causes. Yeah. So the sister, she's there now, and they've been doing renovations outside of the house. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they're doing stuff inside the house, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're getting ready to sell the house. So yeah. They don't. They don't even have to mention that. Right. Nope. But they don't. Now y'all know. <laughs> Next to us, but I'm address not giving away my address. <laughs> I'm not giving away my address. That. <laughs> yeah, we kind of want our your brother to get in. Like uh, private, <laughs> <laughs> if he wants. <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, that's so yeah, so yeah, that's kind of what it is. That's what that seller's disclosure is there, and um, so you is is an agent, right? Like that's something that you are able to provide right mm-hmm. to clients, mm-hmm. and then have knowledge about. Tell them what's like normal, what's not normal. You can always ask 
the sellers uh, who or whoever is representing the seller, meaning the seller's agent or the listing agent, you can always ask. Like I always tell clients, like it doesn't hurt asking if you ever have like a curiosity, like what did they do in this backyard? Why is it right? Yeah. I mean, we can ask. It doesn't so, mean that we, you, ever, can, we have to get a response, but no, we yeah. can ask. Have you yeah. ever had like to disclose something crazy or not? Mm-hmm. Not yet. No. Not so, really. so clients have somebody representing them too? Yeah, so like the for people selling the house, the people selling this. So for oh, example, okay, if okay. you like, if I'm a buyer's agent, right, I'm representing the buyer, and then that home that they're selling likely is being sold by another agent, right, which is mm. representing the seller's interest. So how does oh. that, yeah, and so how that's when they do the whole bid thing, and then they go back and forward, and then. oh, okay, 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 yeah. So okay, when when we did our bids, I mean our offer here for the house or whatever, mm-hmm. um. Dawn wasn't talking to the homeowners. She was talking to the, the, the other, other. That's what I thought. The agent. Yeah, the other agent. I thought yep. she was. Yeah, I didn't think she was like going with other representatives, stuff like that. Really? Yeah. I thought she was just like, I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, they Brian's want. over here thinking that they don't like Dawn and that's why we're not I was just like, house. I was just like, oh, they don't want to go with that price. Let's go up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. No, so that's hard. Yeah. So you're communicating, you know, nine times out of 10 with their agent. Have you ever been the seller and the buyer? So um, that's, al- that's also something that's like legally. So in the state of Texas, it's it differs um, on state. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can't Do represent that. both parties. But actually in the state of Texas, you can represent both parties. Mm-hmm. But both parties have to know that you rep like for example if i bring the buyer they have to know that i represent the seller as well and mm. then i can't divulge whatever the seller's thinking so like i'm not, i can't tell the buyer whatever the seller's position is even though i know like yeah i might know how much they're willing to take or what they right mm-hmm. but i can't disclose it yeah does that make sense yeah and then vice versa like i it's like a privacy thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. correct so like you have uh what's called fiduciary duties to mm-hmm. to your client so that's like loyalty to your client not to disclose. Now, that's where it gets like a gray area though. So I wouldn't like to do it, but yes, I have done it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And how did that go? Did you? We didn't, uh, the buyer actually didn't end up buying the house after all. And so I had to go and find another buyer, which we had multiple offers. So it wasn't a big deal, but it definitely put me in a bad position because it's like, here I am. Like, oh, this is my client. I literally advocated for them. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, they're backing out of the deal. But, but I would you think, got him somebody I w- else. I, w- I would think it's a... Uh, yeah, I got him somebody else. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I-, I would think you're like in a good position because I feel like you would no. make money regardless. You know, she's saying with she not in a good relationship wise. And like them, her being the the Me, seller's agent. Honestly, the way I think about it is like, how can you represent both of their interest equally mm-hmm. like that's hard to do right okay okay, okay. I yeah get it, I get it. because you know stuff in your head like you already know stuff about both of them but you can't disclose it yeah so what can you get disclose you could just be neutral which mm-hmm. sucks right yeah. to be like just a neutral party okay yeah. i get it i get it but yes do you get both ends of the deal and both commissions yes oh so what about the commissions how does that work so basically every single transaction is is so this work is commission based so you don't actually get paid until you can actually 
close that mm-hmm. person, whether it be a seller, whether it be a buyer, whether it be a, a tenant or, you know, mm-hmm. landlord, whatever the case is, because there's all these different types of clients and transactions, but you don't get paid until mm-hmm. you close it. Yeah, yeah. So it's different percentages? So, no. So typically average percentage is 3%. Um, mm. And so that's 3% to both sides. So like the seller's agent is 3% and then buyer's agent typically is 3%. However, sometimes that can be less. And so that's disclosed for us in the notes um, oh, for the properties see. and stuff. So some of them um, are like I've seen as low as like 1%. And like during this crazy, um, you and know, competitive market, oh. whenever um, there was a ton of builders like selling out, they didn't have anything to sell. The builders started being like, I want to use a word that's not nice, so I'm going to think of another word. Um, <laughs> Say it. They don't know who you're talking about. They were just being assholes, right? Like, And it's like not just one builder. This was like multiple builders. They ended up reducing their buyer agent commissions. So instead of doing three, because they just felt like, oh, well, we don't have, we don't need we don't need them to bring like their agent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we're just selling them like hotcakes. Like they didn't, you know? So it's like they were literally offering 1%. So you have a dilemma at that point because then it's like, to me, I feel like my duty is to get someone into a home, like regardless of how much I'm getting paid out of that, right? So, but some yeah. people can be, the other way some people can be like oh you know what like they're only paying me one percent so like you know what i mean yeah so did, did you start off like were you always like that or did you start off like okay like i want to make money and it naturally became where it's like nah now i'm just gonna do it like because i want to help people and no i started off like that so even like my first client like i uh, my first clients that client that i told you mm-hmm. that was a lead that uh, a paid lead that i then converted into a client like even them like i just told myself like i just need you know i just need one client And then I'm going to do the best job that I can for that one client. Because even if that I only have one client, for example, that I'm working with at that time, I'm going to do a damn good job that they leave me an amazing review that then I can use to market Mm -hmm. that they, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that they, I have such a good impression in their mind that they want to refer me business in the future. So I always had that mindset. I always was like, you know what, if I, um, go at it with a genuine mindset that I want to help people. It's just going to come back to me like good karma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, how I feel. I, that's how I feel too. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I mean, you do it because you want to be good, you know, yeah. and good karma. That's how come like we're doing like the toy drive mm-hmm. to, yep. for Mexico. It's just, I don't get anything out of it. Yeah. So yeah. which guys, please like donate, donate toys, donate money if you can. Yeah. Like, I'll I'm go buy really the toys. Mine. we're really trying to do this and it's i feel like we're i don't know if we've progressed or not but we want toys and stuff so we could do it this year we did it last year yeah so yeah we'll be sending a box and thanksgiving like friday after thanksgiving we're sending a box to mexico but yeah Yeah. i mean it says we literally get nothing out of that you know yeah but it is good karma you know it's just for sure you just honestly i don't even know out of the goodness of your heart (laughs) no yeah Yeah. no because yeah it's a lot of work man yeah. i have to yeah we already we're wrap like over 
last year we wrapped a little bit under 200 toys like all in one day but don't get me wrong it was not only it was, me it was like yeah me and like six other, other people, people helping, helping. Yeah. but the trips to mexico it was like eight trips to take all those toys because yeah. you can only take a certain amount certain amount yeah, yeah. But cool. yeah, donate guys. Send me a, a DM <laughs> if you're interested in donating toys or money. So I don't know if you want to be uh, open about it, but like, what's like? I kind of want to know like what's like the the cheapest house you've ever sold, and then like the most expensive. Yeah, I'm good with that. So I would say the cheapest I've done is actually a lot, which was a hundred thousand. Dollar, which actually was a pretty good amount but it was a lot okay and then the most expensive has been like 360, 360. wow yeah which is, that- is uh, to a lot of people it doesn't seem like a lot but like to me coming from like the ghetto like freaking you know <laughs> like seriously that's no yeah a ton. i know okay. yeah. seriously so like- this is the thing so i was gonna ask like do you choose where you sell or it depends on the client so you can choose where you sell. And so a lot of people um, can go. And I thought about that going with just a specific area. Like mm-hmm. I just okay. want to be recognized as, you know, an agent that handles this specific area of Houston. Right. Because Houston's huge. Mm-hmm. So I always like knew you can't claim to be the expert of all of the areas because you're not. Yeah. Right. And so I try to be very open with the clients and I try to tell them like, hey, these are the areas I primarily work in. Now, if you still want me to assist you with like some of these other areas, totally happy to do so. But I can also refer you out to an agent that maybe is, knows the area a little better, right? Um, so for example, um, I, I'm always super honest. And honestly, most of the business that I get is like family, friends. And it just so ends up being awesome because a lot of people end up being from the same place that I am. So like mm. I grew up in the Southeast area. So a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I grew up over there too, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, I, I want to get out of that area. So it's like we can connect on, you know, a deeper level. And I know exactly what they're saying yeah, when they tell yeah. me that. And I don't feel like offended. I don't feel any type of way. Like I know, like we're right here. You know? yeah. <laughs> Just start throwing up Southeast and shit like <laughs> no but so yeah anyways so i'll say like obviously i grew up over here so i know like pearland deer park like i i can navigate all of that but now you know i'm living up on the northeast side um atascacita kingwood so like i'm familiar with that because i've been over there for a few years so it it's amazing because i get to give perspective kind of i try to stay more on the east side all the way to the south because that's Mm -hmm. where i grew up so a lot of people like don't want to drive and they don't want to like do all that but i don't care like i've never had a problem with yeah no last time i was we i think we were on the phone and you're like oh i'm gonna drive i think you were in i don't know i was gonna say destin but dayton dayton i did sell a house in dayton yeah yeah which is crazy yeah i know what Dayton. and that was like remember i think that was like 11 o'clock at night or something yeah because we were on the phone and i was just like oh my god like yeah see that's how come i know real estate ain't for me like i hate driving (laughs) we were just in dayton in the dayton area this week yeah we were no me and my my dad that one was a cool uh, one though because like i knew why they were open to going so far out because they wanted an acre so they wanted like an acre lot and then it had a property on it. i know because i told her that we're looking for an acre too but she's like it's so hard 
it is like so those people like literally were like oh like we don't care and it was i think it was like without divulging too much information um he was an engineer and then uh fiance was like she worked in the medical field so like i mean the medical center like think about that dayton and they were willing to make that commute yeah i would not if it's like 15 minutes for me it's too far I'm I, already like, oh, Milo goes to school down annoying. the street. It's cool. <laughs> I know. I hated when Rose told me she was going to go move up there. I was like, why are you going to go you out there? You think 30 minutes is far. It's so it ridiculous. <laughs> nah, yeah, I don't think so. Well, because you drive because, a lot Yeah, I drive every day with my dad. So it's like, hey, he'll send me the location. Like, y'all got to go work over here. And it's like, I don't know. It's fucking an hour drive. Yeah. For, or my brother will ask me, how far is the drive? I'm like, oh, 40 minutes. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take a nap. And I'm like driving and shit. You yeah, know? nah, I'm a lazy driver. I'm sorry, I cannot do it. Oh, but but I was asking about the like most expensive house thing because because mm-hmm. well, my dad's business is painting and stuff, but he yeah. gets a lot of like houses, like big houses, and we'll be like, uh, and we, we we're just we grew up in southeast yeah. too, you know, so yeah. I would just be like, damn, like, and I ask my dad, I'm like, hey, how much is this house? How much they cost? Yep. And then he'll be like, oh, it's, this one's like one million. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, holy shit. But yeah. some houses that are a million dollars don't, don't look like, like a million dollar house. But it's the house. area. That it's, but it's the location. The yeah. yeah. So a lot of people like, I'll, I'll say this, like, can you choose to say that you want to be a luxury realtor, right? Like you probably have heard uh, of that or want to sell million dollar homes, right? The reality is anyone can say that they're anything, right? Like can say that they specialize in that or they because they want to get into that you know what i'm saying but i truly believe that the way to get into that niche as far as like you and and i don't think that it works just to get into it because you're like money hungry you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. oh because i want that commission right for the like (laughs) you know what i mean i truly think a lot of it is like your sphere which is like people that you know so i honestly think that you're in a better position to get there faster if you already have people who will be in that price range yeah. or in that price bracket. Yeah. And so to me, a lot of like, and you guys have heard me say this, like on my, you know, social media and whatever, like, I don't, I don't care about what the price point is. Like, that's not, I don't think like someone, a client tells me like, this is a budget that I'm looking in. Like, I don't think one way or the other, like, Oh, yeah. that's too, that's too low. Oh, that's high. Like, I don't think that way, Yeah, you know? And so, um, anyways, but that's an amazing, you know, thing to be able to not be so like concerned with that. But I mean, I definitely think it'll come like I'm sure, but, um, because they say that your most comfortable, like your most comfortable price range is what you're used to. So for example, Mm -hmm. if you, you know, like I'm pretty sure my mom's house, like a hundred K less than a hundred, right? Like. And so then like, that's what I grew up around. So now I'm more like, all right, I'm more in the 200 range, right? Still like not super high. But now that I've obviously like me and my husband have been making more money. Now we're probably like 300, maybe even, you know, 400 range. And so they say that you're, you know, you're most comfortable talking to those people that are around your same mm-hmm. price point. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, yeah. So if you were like a rich kid and, and grew up around the elite and stuff like that, the possibility of you selling, you know, million dollar homes is... It's more... 
It's a lot. Can you, can you market to those people and still end up getting clients? Like it's a long, it's going to take, it's going to be a while till you get there, but yeah, you can get there. Yeah, for sure. You can choose to to go that route. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about, um, you were talking about the, the houses. Well, well, I was going to say real fast, like, um, because what? completely made me forget again <laughs> why because i was thinking and then you're like well no it's because i had something else like uh, no because it goes it goes back to that because um whenever we we paint houses and stuff like that okay. and we get to a house that kind of looks like the house i grew up in yeah um it'll be like okay like let's let's uh let's cover this we don't get want to get furniture or whatever yeah and we'll paint but then and we'll, we'll feel, like, comfortable, you yeah. know? Like, we'll feel like, okay, like, owner's cool, yep. they're cool. But once we get to a house where it's, like, my dad's, like, oh, it's a million-dollar house or whatever, then I start being, like, oh, fuck, okay, we cannot get paint on this. We yeah. can't get, you know? And then the the owners walk in, and if we don't know them, then it's just, like, you got, like, oh. I feel the need to be, like, super, like, respectful, and I'm just, like, oh. The uh, level of stress, for yeah, sure, yeah, is, it, like, you are more out of your... <laughs> comfort zone yeah, for sure it's crazy yeah. yep and sometimes man it sucks because sometimes we have to go to the restroom and we're <laughs> at a house and i'll be like or me and my brother would be like yo i'm gonna go to the restroom to at the corner store like you're trying to go or and we're like yeah let's go roland's gonna pop the squad <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like damn so but lately i have been asking like at this one house we were at uh i asked the lady and i'm like she's like hey i'm gonna step out you guys are gonna be here you're gonna paint whatever whatever and i'm like all right and I'm like, one more thing. I, I told her, one more thing. I have a question. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, restrooms. Like, mm-hmm. like can we use them? Or mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes we got to go, you know. And she's like, no, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. Like, use. We, I have like five restrooms. Y'all could use any one. And I'm just like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. But they tend to be the ones that care the less. Because we, we go into rooms that are filled with, I don't know. Oh, shit. Like, car, uh, carpets. Uh closets are filled with clothes i'm pretty sure there's like stuff valuable valuable things and they don't care like so i'm just like all right honestly it's crazy because like again that level of like comfort is like dependent upon us it's not because they make us feel that way because i don't think that someone who lives in a million dollar house is any you know more worthy than a person who lives in a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house like I don't make that distinction, but I think too, it's just that again, that level of comfort, but I have also learned that, you know, it doesn't matter. Like even people who are, you know, half a million dollar, whatever, like they want to purchase a half a million dollar house. Like they are the exact, they're, they're the same same people, right? Like as us, I I think they're more corny. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're corny. So, Yeah. All right, but yeah. with that being said, yeah. I always say that. Yeah, with that, that being, being said, said, we're gonna go and take a break, or whatever. Though. Well, we're gonna take a break. There's okay. a hopefully it's the last break, and then we'll we'll have a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't fuck up my fucking mic. <laughs> what you do? I didn't even see what you did. I tried to clap, but it was too close, so I pushed um, it to my face. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're back, guys. Sorry. <laughs> All right, but I just hit myself with the mic. But um, 
I'm back with Son of a Peach. This oh, it's actually called that. Son of a Peach, and then it's Peach Please, like mm. Bitch Please, and Son of a oh, Bitch. Oh, because because I watched the the Inaka Power uh, <laughs> podcast, and Charlie's always talking about that. He says that Son of a Peach, and but I thought he was just coming up with like a a thing. Oh no, yeah, Son of a Peach. Oh shit! But I wanted to do some ASMR. shout out Inaka Power. Shout out Katie Hearn and. <laughs> Oh, that would have been cool that you did it too. Sorry. I messed it up. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was talking because it was like. No, because she was like halfway and then they didn't go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me rate it real quick. Oh, this one's pretty good. For real? Yep. Pretty good. I like it. I give this one. Um. uh like uh a nine out of ten wow it tastes like those little rings the candy okay the peach rings yeah (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) but i was saying about me feeling like i'm like this all the time yeah she said she said now i'm gonna be like this i like eyes wide open because i was at a at a talk show oh it's a talk show yeah he calls it a talk show shout out robbie rob um he has a talk show and I was on it yesterday and he was saying that he's like, hey, man, your girl be faded on the on the <laughs> podcast because she'd be looking at you like this. And she's like, and I'm like, nah, she's just chilling. Maybe it's her lashes. I don't know. But yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> so now she's going to Robbie I'm, Rob. I'm she's going to have house. her eyes it's wide open. That right? happens whenever you drink too. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm for sure. Yeah. My my eyes. Because get me low. too. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah. Your me eyes too, are like. <laughs> 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 no but i do feel like it's because i'm like this and then i'm like this yeah i told him that too yeah maybe it's like because she has to like go back and forth but yeah yeah i, I have the like the sucky spot but it's all for the guest yeah you too because <laughs> technically you're my guest too and i'm the one that switches spots well with the guest though yeah but like over so there wherever. sometimes or over here yeah but it's chill um so let's talk about the social media because i feel like that's the thing that realtors are doing like anybody obviously but i don't see a lot of realtors maybe i don't follow them well i don't see a lot of realtors but i see them on larry's Larry's oh yeah that's true so what made you when i start doing like more like social media media, yeah so at the beginning i like i told you i wanted to dive into like kind of everything Mm because i wanted to see what worked for me and what i felt comfortable doing because obviously, like, the goal there was to get business. And so I'm like, okay, what needs to happen? But um, like in any business, it's like you need clientele to be able to actually, you know, sustain long term um, and even like short term. But to sustain your business, you need clientele, right? Yeah. And so then um, anyways, I, I dove into a um, couple of different things, but one of that which I was told was like your sphere of influence is what it's called, which is the people that know you, right? Like you, those are the people that are most likely to be your clients initially because you've already built a relationship with them prior, Mm -hmm. right? They already know, hopefully they know that you're already a hard worker, right? Like stuff like that. 
And so anyways, so I thought, and so there's different ways. Like, I think what was suggested to me, like in a training or something was like, we'll reach out to them, like, you know, try to uh, call them or whatever. But that didn't feel like natural to me. Right. Yeah. And I didn't, I never wanted to be like disingenuine, like with someone, you know, or in general. And so I was like, you know what, what's the best way to reach people? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, if someone already like they follow you, it's because they're your friend, like they know you or whatever. So I thought that that was a great way just to like put yourself out there to let people know what you do. Right. And and they they say in, in this in this training, it's like, don't be a secret agent like people actually have to know what you do mm-hmm. in order to use you, right? Because like if people don't know what you do, they might go to somebody else because, well, they didn't know, yeah, right? Yeah. And so that's when I started. And honestly, I started like initially, like I remember my first like post about real estate was actually whenever, whenever I ended up choosing my brokerage, which at the time was Remax, now I'm with uh, CBNA Realtors, but at the time with Remax, um, the uh, the agent recruiter um, and development person there was like, "Hey, they're having headshots at this title company. Like, if you want to get headshots done, I'm like, yes. So he literally gave me the like, this is the title company, and I literally put it in my freaking GPS, and I went straight there to do a headshot." I wasn't even ready. I know. I talked about it in another podcast, right? I think I said, oh, yeah, she was like this. Like, yeah, oh, I was. Yeah, I li- purple? Oh, yeah. I literally wasn't even ready that day. But I was like, you know what? I need a headshot. Yeah. So I went over there like whatever, you know. And so I got a headshot done. And so anyways, that that headshot ended up being like in my first business cards because I just wanted to get started like mm-hmm. ASAP. I didn't want to like lose any time, waste any time, bullshit around, you know, with stuff. And so... Anyways, that headshot was actually my like first post letting everyone know like I've just got my real estate license, right? Like all this stuff. And you probably see that like for other people. Like you see that where people post that, mm-hmm. you know, because one, you know, it's an accomplishment. Like you want to yeah. let people know that's what like social media is. You share your life. You share this. You right? share your fun yeah. moments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. so anyways, that's how it started. And um, once I was like getting reached out by people like i really knew that there was like a huge opportunity there so it definitely motivated me to continue doing it yeah Yeah. i really like your your little movement that you do with your little (laughs) what with the reels oh with the reels you'll do the little dance like and then the (laughs) (laughs) so did you have to like like look at a bunch of like are you on tiktok or not so did you have to like look at like, okay, I see how people are doing it. And then that's yeah. where you got your ideas. So and stuff. basically I've always been <clears throat> like, I always like most people consume social media. Like yeah. most people have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok is like the new MySpace, thing, right? Yeah. Twitter, whatever. Like most people have some sort of social media mm-hmm. that they consume. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what's the most natural thing that I'm already using? That's why I'm not really on Facebook that much. I was going to tell you that. I don't really see it on like, Facebook. I'm not super like involved in Facebook. So mm-hmm. to me, it feels unnatural for me to be like, I'm going to just post it on Facebook for yeah. like the sake of posting it on Facebook. And it's crazy because I feel like Facebook will blow up. Yeah. Yeah. No. But so people don't type in like But that. to me, it's like IG. I've always used my IG, you know? And so I was like, that's the most natural place yeah. for me to like start doing that. And plus, it's more picture-based 
And so Facebook is more like you write captions, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. right? And so anyways, uh, different platforms there. So did I have to consume a bunch of it before I started posting it? Not necessarily, but I did like hone in and like specialize on what I wanted to do like after trial and error. So yes, um, because I think what I've learned is like if you dwell on what you're going to post or like what you're going to do for marketing, like you're never going to do it because you're going to sit, you're sitting there thinking like, oh, I need this like it's going to be perfect. I know exactly what I'm going to do. It's never going to be that. So Mm -hmm. just do it. Yeah. literally you, you do a bunch of them like in your car yeah like just, just post it man yeah. just do it i know that's true literally remember when i was at i was at the gym and i was doing cardio yeah i was on the i think i was doing stairmaster i was like yeah i want to we want to do a podcast remember i told yeah. you about it and i was just like and I, I don't told know Evelyn, do it <laughs> yeah she's like do it and then at first before i was like oh we should do this and much more as a podcast um I had talked to Rose about doing like me and her a podcast mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm like, oh, maybe we should do it. But our schedules are too complicated. Yeah. I was already talking myself out of it after I was telling her like, oh, you know, we should do it. And then I, yeah. I ended up telling her, oh, I'm going to do a podcast like with yeah. Roland. Like, yeah. So you were my first choice, babe. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was and I was going to do it with her. I told her. But yeah, it's so hard, I think, to juggle a bunch of things. But but yeah, I think that's a good piece of advice like when it comes to if you want to tap into social media like just do it don't yeah. think about it don't even like i most of the time don't even rewatch my stories like i'll literally record my story and like put something in it sometimes i don't post it because yeah. if i sit there looking at myself yeah i'm gonna like and talk people, myself yeah. out That's of posting me. it you people, know what i mean people start like uh i didn't look good or exactly I, you know. and you lost and then, out on the yeah. opportunity man no, that yeah. is so true because i'll look at myself and i'm like damn why does my mouth look like that <laughs> why is it going <laughs> sideways yeah. yeah it's a lot of like you start um, judging, yourself. judging yourself or or yeah just picking at little things yep. in the video and it's just like nah just do it Get and it then just there. let it let it go and then people are gonna pick it up or not or yeah. whatever but it's just yeah yep it's just doing it yeah it's literally just like a lot of it is trial and error seeing what works what doesn't work but um but yeah honestly that's that's pretty much how yeah. i like run my social media and it's so crazy because a lot of my like older colleagues or just my colleagues in general are like how do you do it like what do you do to attract business and i'm like honestly i just like if I have an idea in my head, I will write it in the notes and I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. Like if I if I literally watch a reel, that's nothing about my industry. It's not about real estate, but it's about like, you know how there's people who um, sell like makeup and stuff or whatever mm-hmm. or like whatever, like people that are content creators, people that are X, Y, Z, like they're making reels and videos and this. And I'm like, shit, I can do that too. You know what I mean? And so literally it's just like, if I watch something, I'm like, I literally get the idea in my head. Like I can do that with this. You can you hear know? me breathing or what? <laughs> yeah. Y'all can hear me breathing? No, I can't hear, hear you. Breathing, bro. But <laughs> no, just kidding. No, but, yeah. I would think I would hear myself, but I'm not. I hear you, but <sighs> maybe because you're right there beside her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um. Anyway, so truly, I think if other people can do it, like you can do it as well. Like, yes. why not true. me? That's true. I feel, yeah, because I feel like with like this and much more, we came up with the idea while we were drunk or whatever. 
But <laughs> yeah, we were a Hooters. But after that, I was just like, all right, you sense. know what? I'm gonna look up the cameras. I'm gonna look up the the yeah. mics or whatever. And we need another couch. Cool, you know, like, like boom, boom, like. boom, boom. Yep. And it's invested money into it, whatever. But but it was like, uh, all right, we gotta do it because otherwise we're just gonna like talk gonna about talk it. Talk yourself and, out of it. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with the rug stuff, uh-huh. right? Like yeah. there was with the. I, I was like, should I get the gun? Should I not get the gun? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then it's just like, nah, let's just do but it. But I'm very encouraging when it comes to you, too. I'm like, just fucking do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. But then when it comes to me, I'm just like, <laughs> what was that? Like, do it. Uh, I thought you were singing a song. I was like, what? Do it. Do, do it. it. Yeah. Like, do it. Just do it. No, yeah. but me, when it comes to me, I'm very like, fuck. Yeah. Am I gonna do it? You do. You do like <laughs> I question myself question a, lot. a lot. So yeah. so would you consider that like a tip for a beginner? Like a beginner realtor, baby for realtor? Sure. Like Just to get into social do media. It. Just anything, not even about social media, like anything. Like if you're gonna commit yourself to buying leads and trying to convert them. Well, you need to fucking call them when you get that lead within the within the first five minutes. Call them. Just pick up the phone and call them. Yeah, because I remember like being like, what am I going to say? But are they going to think that I'm like weird because and then it's like you get in your head like, oh, are they going to know that I'm new? Are they going to ask me how many deals I've had? Literally nothing. I hate being on phone calls. I can't. I can't. I wouldn't be able to. I literally literally I got that lead. I was having coffee with like someone who now I consider a mentor. Um, I was ha- having coffee with another agent in my office because I looked up to her and like I knew she was doing a lot of deals and I was like, man, I want to have coffee with you. Like, could you help? She's like, yeah, girl. So anyways, we ha- we went to Starbucks. Literally, I got that deal right at the end of our conversation. Boom. I went to my car, called the client and I was and I didn't even know what I was going to say, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call him because if not, you're never going to do it. Yeah. So I did. I was like, hi, this is, you know, whatever. Rose Gonzalez at the time with Remax. I see that you were interested in blah, blah, blah. One, two, three, Banana Street, you know. Can I give you additional information? Would you like to go see the property? Yada, yada. And they were like, yeah. (laughs) You know, they were like, yeah, I want to go see that house. And I'm like, great. When are you available? Like, oh, I can go today. Boom. Done. Right. And then I just told myself, you know what? I can do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That is so crazy because I feel like I was like that. I don't know why I stopped, you know, because I used to be like that. I mean, we I did. Feel like, I feel like it might have been because of me. I feel like I told you, like, just chill. I got this. And then, like, you kind of just took a step back and you're yeah. not as. And I feel like, damn, now I feel like it's my fault that you're maybe, like, not as. Because like, that's not a bad thing, though, because mm. I feel like there's different seasons in our lives. Yeah, because I, yeah. re- I remember like the whole when you're like one out of 100, we had one out of 50 mm-hmm. out of the one out of the 50. You got to do 50 activities. Either you call 50 people, you come in contact with it, like yeah. anything, but you do f- 50 attempts. So think right? about that. It's the, the same. It's literally the same business strategy for almost every. No, yeah, for sure. I used to tell Everything. him that. I used to tell him that, right? I used to be like, it's the like, just think of fifty, right? Because yeah. remember, you used to be yeah, talking to people. I used to, yeah, and then whenever I first quit my job, I was like, all right, I gotta reach out to fifty people a day for design work. And I was like, and you know what? Morning. A lot of people like don't put you onto that. Like, no one wants to share like the information. So, so you just gotta like figure it out, man. You gotta, yeah. ju- you know. But 
we're telling you now okay <laughs> anyone who has like a small business like that's the way to do it you can't be like shy and be like i'm not gonna share my business mm-hmm. no man scream it to the world even at the freaking grocery store like no, yeah. literally honestly guys i used to that's sell. how you get business yeah i used to sell at the funeral <laughs> at the for the funeral home. i used to be at sellers like yeah just there because we would do fucking sales and i wouldn't care i'd be like i'm these two ladies are here chilling i'm about to go get me some leads you know yeah but that's what i'm saying like i don't feel i have that drive anymore, anymore which i no, i think i wanted to but i feel like yeah. right now i am in this like you said this season, season in my yeah. life where i'm very like just chill yeah laid back you oh, know but you're making your money though with your <laughs> <laughs> with you no but no, no, no. And then this eventually is going to become something. That, yeah, because yeah. this, you this, you know, podcast, guys, we don't get paid for it. Yeah. I mean, we're close to 100 f- subscribers, so that's awesome. But we 90, need a thousand. Ninety-eight. <laughs> we need a thousand. So. <laughs> yeah. So. But anyway. So share, share, share. Yeah. Share, share, <laughs> subscribe, subscribe. Share. Do it. Share do the it. episode <laughs> with someone who would like to hear it and would like. Yeah, just, any yeah. realtors? Cause, yeah, because yeah, we have the a bun- no, we have a bunch of different types of people on here. Everybody does something different. So mm-hmm. if you know realtors that might want to, you know, listen into this podcast, I and mean, it's the podcast to do. Yeah. So yeah. So do you have any um, like pet peeves whenever you're showing a house or just dealing with a client? Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I shy th- about that. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, no, no, I yeah. do. So like, but it's not with clients. What it is is more like with other agents. Like I've had the worst experiences with other agents. Like people who are just not professional, and just anyways. What's the worst? Gi- to give you perspective, it's like, especially when it's like competitive you have multiple offers on a home you have multiple people interested a lot of the times what an agent does is like allow overlapping showings which means when you're set to view that home someone else could also be set for the same time and so when you get there like automatically gives you this sense of like urgency like this other person's like viewing the house right but it's annoying. Like, that's a pet peeve of mine. Because I feel like it doesn't give you the opportunity to truly show your client. Yeah, but they maybe want to build the urgency of like, oh, somebody do, is watching it, so you got to want to buy they it. They do want to build the urgency. But this is why I recommend not to do overlapping showings. Like, even for my sellers, I say, no, let's not do overlapping showings. Because you can still create that sense of urgency with, like, 30-minute windows. Like, if yeah, yeah. that house is truly, like, people want to see it, guess what? They're going to be like lining up like this showing this showing boom 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 you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and a lot of people you know sometimes they are doing multiple showings so they'll show up kind of towards the tail end of the showing and you still get that same sense of urgency do you know what i mean yeah Yeah. no that's crazy because i never even thought about that no i don't think we were ever at a showing experience that we were we got to a house and some other people were leaving it's annoying for a client but it's annoying for me as well Because, like, I hate just to be waiting there, especially when we're like, we have a fucking appointment, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) We have a sad time. But anyways, it's just one of those things you have to deal with, though. So what's been your worst experience overall, either client or other agent? So 
I don't talk bad about clients, so I won't, I'll step out of that one. But um, <laughs> as far as with other agents, again, I think that the biggest thing for me is like for people being unprofessional, which I've had multiple instances of people being unprofessional. Like I've literally had other agents that I'm working with or trying to close a, you know, transaction with. Mm-hmm. And they'll just like tell me, um, all right, I'm going to screenshot this and send it to my client. Like what? you're doing your clients such a disservice if you're literally the person that just is sending information to your client. Like, I know. Yeah. I know what what I mean. mean. Yeah. You should be like, Hey, either give them a phone call and be like, I feel like we're so-and-so said this, this and that, or send them a text. Like, you know, not like, when are you available? Let's talk about it. Like, I just think that there's a sense of like in this industry there's it's so easy for you to go like the other way of like not being professional and doing this and i think me coming from a background which was like slightly corporate world like everything was like super like i would literally review my emails like three times before sending it because i had to cc the managing attorney and i didn't want to sound like a dumbass you know like stuff like that oh yeah but honestly i take all of that knowledge and i apply it to what i'm currently doing so i'm actually really grateful for that yeah it's so crazy because rose used to be out of all like the group of friends from like high school she was like I mean, because you had Dom, right? Yeah. At an early age. So yeah. I feel like she was always a very fucking responsible one. And I was a teen mom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she would be like, uh, I feel like if we went out drinking, I would always say, all right, you'll drive me. Because, I mean, we live together. Yeah. So she, I. She, she felt like that she was like the most responsible, most grown. Like, I could, most... I could like put my hands in her life because I knew she wanted to be alive because she has. <laughs> So dude. if we went out drinking, I'd be like, all right, fucking Rose is taking me home. Nobody my, else. Dude, my older sister, even like whenever we went to um, Miami, like mm-hmm. for her bachelorette, we had rented a car or whatever. And so anyways, we were all we had gone out or whatever. And we were all, you know, kind of tipsy and stuff. And then there was this guy who was, you know, the her husband now is like a family member, but he was like drunk you know what i mean and he was probably like crossfaded and whatever i was like yeah you're not driving <laughs> you're not <laughs> and and so then uh my sister's like yeah no 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 my sister's gonna drive and i'm sitting there like excuse me <laughs> and she's like no she's good she's good she's a pro i'm like she is a um, pro i did not sign up for this <laughs> No, but yeah, it's true because I would always be like, all right, we can take my car, but you drive in, you know, you're driving me where I got to go. If I'm drunk, (laughs) you're taking care of me. Literally on my phone, I have her under Mama Rose. I've always had her like that. I was. Yeah. And I feel like she always just gave off the the respect it's because it's like the responsible one like okay like yeah yeah if she, as long as she's around we're good you know like or whatever <laughs> yeah since i'm part of the amigas or whatever <laughs> that's <Yes>. true <laughs> oh yeah um and then i was gonna ask like uh do you have any hack because i know on your social media you do like a bunch of like little hacks and stuff yeah but what are some like hacks that or like top or or yeah like little tips or whatever that you can give to a new buyer like because you know we when we were buying this house uh where it's all like oh if you take this like uh exam or test or whatever you can Mm -hmm. get some 
for his buyer. Money. Yeah. yeah, money, stuff like that. So a hack, I would say, um, for buyers, it really just depends on like your current situation and your financial position. But um, actually, I just posted today, the person that closed today went to the closing table with less than $2,000, which is amazing. And it was a new construction. And we're talking, you know, mid to high 200s there. So it's not something that it was like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. very small. But um, so anyways, when it comes to that, it's just, I would say, look into like first time home buyer programs. And there's actually quite a few. A lot of people assume like first time home buyer is like a program. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. it's not. No, it's literally like T-Shack. There's like Home Sweet Texas. Like there's different ones. So that's my little uh, hack. Yeah, that's my yeah. hack. Like look into that. Like literally it's so easy now with Google just to be like first time home buyer programs in Texas. Boom. So there's, what not, pops one, up. there's not one specific one. It's there's just not. like there's a lot of different and, ones. Like. And also different lenders handle different programs so the lender yeah. that you end up going with does might not handle that program it doesn't mean it doesn't exist it just means that they don't handle it yeah. so if you want to go with that specific program then find a lender who that does will, do it yeah yeah and so uh, most of them will handle some type of down payment assistance program so like you know that's what i'll say about that and so really just a lot of people sometimes are scared just to like start the process and talk to someone. But like all of that is free, man. Yeah. Like literally it's like even me, I talk to people and they might not buy from me like ever or they might come back to me, which has happened like a year later. Like I'm OK with that. You know what I yeah. mean? And why am I OK with that? Because I want to put that out as like my business practice and I want to like just help people and give them information in hopes that yeah they come back to me and they give me business but yeah. it's not a guarantee no yeah for sure you know what i mean and so anyways same thing with lenders or loan officers they work the same way they don't get paid unless they can actually close that for you so it's to their benefit to give you helpful knowledge and information yeah. so literally and it's free you know like you don't even have to submit your information to a lender like you can have a conversation with them and yeah. they will tell you, hey, this is approximately how much you would potentially need, you know, yada, yada. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool to know because I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. No. I thought that the loan officer was like assigned by the house or. Absolutely not. You can choose your lender in the state of Texas and you can choose your realtor. So mm. and tip, you don't have to use like what lender that your realtor recommends you. Mm -hmm. So for example, I have some references that I give to people who reach out to me, potential clients, um, but that doesn't mean they have to use them. Yeah. And I tell them that like in the state of Texas, you have the option to choose. So you could go with Chase Bank, a credit union, or some of these local lenders. These are the differences, right? Yeah. And going with a bank versus this and again and then i tell them like i will give you some references but you don't have to go with them you can go with whoever else yeah damn that's pretty crazy i didn't even know that yeah no. yep all right um, guys so for sure we're gonna go on another break yeah last one for show <laughs> for sure last break and last then after break. that we're gonna play some family feud family feud let's do it all right
I have one more question. Yes. So it's just basically like, what's your long-term goals and then your short-term goals in the real real estate like world? World. Yeah. So I think short-term goals um, are to hit my like gross revenue, right? That's always a goal. Like that's always yeah, yeah. you always want to shoot for a something. goal because you need to be able to again track your stuff and know. Um, but so if I'm honest with you, I before you know when I was like um, doing like the working for attorneys, doing the litigation paralegal stuff, I always thought like I didn't have any concept of money. If that makes sense. It was not that I didn't have concept of money. I just thought like I didn't know anyone who was making real money. So I didn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I and I didn't have anyone to ask. Like there's no one like in my family that I could be like, hey, like how much do you make? And then maybe like I can compare it. Right. Or something yeah, like get a feel for like. Yes. What, yeah. And so um, anyways, everything, all my information that I gathered was all like online, <laughs> honestly. And so anyways, so at the time I was making, you know, 50 grand and I knew that I could get a little, you know, higher. And that was still like, to me, that seemed like, all right, like I'm doing good. Right. (laughs) That's what I thought. And then, um, you know, I got my bachelor's degree and then I was like, okay, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to do something with this? Right. Yada, yada. Anyways, my goal was initially, yeah, like I want to make more money. Like that was my mentality. Mm -hmm. Like, what can I make more money with? And so... Anyways, all that to say is I set a goal to like, I want to get to six figures before 30. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to fucking do it. And so (laughs) anyways, happy to say that I've done that and I'm like so fucking proud of myself. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And so it's wild. And um, so anyways, short term goals is just, again, hitting, hitting my revenue. So I'm like honestly like your mindset changes like Mm -hmm. your mindset initially is here and then i always elevate my mindset like once i've reached this what's the next Mm -hmm. so short-term goals is yeah i want to i want to definitely like now i'm shooting you know more for more for sure yeah yeah and so um yeah but then also you know families lives that i impact also have like a huge deal to do with it and make me feel just good honestly like it makes makes me feel good that's yeah. really good yeah so, it's, oh, go ahead. and then long term i want to eventually uh what my long-term goals are is like i want to build generational wealth i want to be able to pass yeah, something yeah. on to my kids because like again like what i come from is like nothing like no one teaches you that it's not a thing like i didn't even i thought like oh it's probably not gonna be possible like i'm first generation like i'm not gonna be able to make it you know but like my goal is to be able to have something to pass on to my children and i'm not just talking about like my house it's like i want to be able to put them through college and them not have to worry about um paying right or like oh i have to work and i can't concentrate I mean, by all means, I'm going to promote like hard work and them yeah, working. Yeah, that's, that's what I was about to say. But it's too. not like a, you know, like I want them to know that they have someone to fall back on just because like I didn't have that. And and so anyways, like those are my long term goals for sure. Like no. I think about them and I think about. Um, so the way that I'm going to do that in my mind is I'm going to continue doing real estate for sure. And 
I want to eventually buy real estate and become an investor, probably still continue doing real estate, but maybe dive into more on the investment side and yeah. so have my own investments, build, you know, portfolio of homes and then be a badass. Damn, hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah because that's what we want right? to do too fuck yeah it's motivating yeah like you know i just want to fucking end the podcast and go work <laughs> i'm about to go fucking buy a house and rent it out and... <laughs> oh yeah that's that's a goal for us too like yeah I've, i mean we've talked about it yeah because i always i'm like oh i want to do the the real estate you know but I don't want to be the realtor. And I'm like, it's a great... I always tell <laughs> yeah. you, right? I've told you before. I'm like, it's a great way yeah. for me and Rose to just... Because yeah. we don't talk every day, guys. But no. I mean, we're like best friends since like ninth grade, pretty much. And we just keep in touch randomly, right? Yeah. But I tell him, like, oh, it'd be a great way for me to like, hey, I, I want to get this house. I want to sell it. Like, yeah. I'll hire you guys for us to, to work together. I wouldn't want to sell sure. this house. I'd want to rent it. Yeah. This house? Yeah. We any to- Any house. Oh, but we talked about selling this one. She's like, we talked about Please. it. I even made a whole ass plan. Well, with I changed my mind. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But those are good short term and long term goals. Yeah, because you're reaching. So you reached six figures. Yeah. And but I want people to know, like, it didn't take. It wasn't an overnight. Absolutely thing. not. It was hard work. You had kids. You had to like take kids to showings. Yep. Yeah. It was a lot of stuff, you know. And you yep. did it with it's the not real estate? easy. So she's been in real estate for four years. So she's been growing. Yeah, so been growing, and so I just met that goal, um, about a year and a half ago. Oh shit! Yeah. Damn, oh, that's, that's real good, real good, really good. No and wonder. I'm on track to do that again. Nice. A million. Well, she got her little Jeep <laughs> hybrid over there. I know she pulled up in a. I don't know. Oh, you brought, you came here some Jeep, futuristic car. I can't even. I D- uh, Dom was like. Is that a transformer? <laughs> <laughs> but right. is there anything besides like a tip that you want to give out to like a beginner realtor or somebody who might think that this is their honestly? The I go? think that you just have to believe in yourself. Like, yes, um, having like knowing how to get there, right? Like, how do you get your real estate license, stuff like that? Like, you can Google that. Trust me. You know what I mean? But I think that what elevates you from just knowing how to do it, because what does knowing how to be a real estate agent do if you can't actually apply that? And literally, you only know and grow and learn by your experiences. So honestly, no real estate transaction is the same, right? So I'm still like encountering things. And that's honestly, that intrigues me in a field because I hate being like boring and not right so i want i like challenges but anyways um what i say is you have to believe in yourself like and you have to have that mindset right have you heard that like tons of people who are wealthy have like a routine have uh, affirmations journal um Mm -hmm. why do they do that why do people who are millionaire ceos do that you're like that's stupid clearly it's not okay (laughs) look it up it's because like you know it's a mindset game mindset uh, it's i have a schedule and i'm constantly changing up my schedule constantly like just, <laughs> yeah, yeah constantly because i'm always like fuck like i'm doing way too much i need what a, can i yeah and yeah. It, it's just it's just a thing where you want to be able to get work done efficiently 
and not stack up, not not have like these crazy goals on a day to day basis. It's just like okay, as long as I did this, yeah, I'm good for the day, whatever, whatever, and and make money throughout mm-hmm. the week type shit. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. It's affirmations and and having your little. So all that stuff, I think, is super important. Very important. Even though it sounds really cliche, but trust me, yeah, like, and it I, does. Yeah, because I used to think like having a schedule was kind of like weird. Yeah. Or people are like, oh, you have a schedule? Like, mm-hmm. the fuck, you know? But it's like, like well, it What's the helps, point of you, you know? being self-employed? Like, yeah, yeah that's not going to make so, you successful just to be like, I'm going to wake up at 9 a.m. or I'm going to work whenever. I'm yeah. going <laughs> to... I woke up at 9.30 today and that's... It's not going to make you money. <laughs> I woke up at 7.30, stayed in bed till like 8. I, you know, brushed my teeth and I headed out to my mom's, you know? Yeah, she's like, before she walked out, she's like, you're going to wake up right now, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then I didn't wake up till 9.30. Milo, Milo him, woke me up. But I told him it's okay, you know, because I know he wakes up, you know, when he, he wakes up like at 6.30 to go yeah. work with his dad. So I'm like, <clears throat> I, I'm it's like, hey, just sleep in, you know. Yeah. And I know Milo's been sick, so it's not the same, yeah. you know. For sure. Yeah. But but with that being said, guys, we're not going to take a break. <laughs> we're not gonna take a break <laughs> we're gonna play a quick game of family feud let's do it rules is y'all have to say bang or like make a noise so i know who to call she's gonna say okay okay jinx you me uh so we're we're gonna do is actually i'll give out we're gonna do a little bit different all right, I'll just give you like two chances. Like you answer, and if your answer is not number one, okay. then I'll go to him. And then if his answer is number one, then he'll get a chance to answer two more times or okay. one more time. Okay. All right. It says, name something that turns brown. <laughs> <laughs> that turns brown? Yes. Uh, you didn't even have a fucking I didn't response. have anything. <laughs> Cookie dough. Damn. All right, your turn. <laughs> I don't want to say my answer. Say it. Poop. Jigsaw me soda too. I'll take my Dr. Pepper back. Coke Zero, please. <laughs> <laughs> Both of y'all. <laughs> oh. So you can steal again. Uh, that turns Name brown. Name something that turns brown. That turns brown. That's weird. Oh, bananas. Oh, good job. That's answer number one. Ooh. Give me one more answer. Give me one more answer. One more? Yeah. <laughs> Leaves. Yes, that's number Ooh. two. Good job, babe. Okay, I would have not been able to. That's pretty good. Okay. Milo would have been like, good job, puppy. Here you go. I'll give you the card just so you Thanks, can. Thanks, mommy. <laughs> Rose is like, okay, getting kind of uncomfortable. Get a room. <laughs> Get a room. <laughs> Name something people know about Dumbo. <laughs> he has big ears answer number one i get another one another one he's an elephant yep answer number three good job okay rose okay. come on i know hey. you can do like any sound you don't gotta do that okay. and i have not heard these these uh it's because roland is just saying it's just doing it and he doesn't even have an answer in his head he's literally coming up with it i know what you're doing hey <laughs> the last one i lost this yeah so. he did lose <laughs> <laughs> Name a food you put on the top of your shopping cart. A cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
She's laughing so hard, so she don't have to answer. No. She's thinking about it. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, wait, wait, wait. Eggs. Eggs is number two. Ooh. All right, babe, you have the chance to steal. Bread. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so I get it? Yeah, you Darn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wait, careful with wait, the bread. With strawberries on there, because that's what I do with my <laughs> Fruits and veggies was number three. <laughs> But I know the bread. My mom never wanted the bread squished. What I do is I do eggs and then bread. Okay. So my Me first too. thought was eggs, you yeah. know, because then if you get the bread first, <laughs> you know. Anyways. All right. <clears throat> Dogs like to sniff people. What do people like to sniff? A Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so annoying. A Kurt. <laughs> What what is your answer? <laughs> um, perfume. That's number three. Oh, you got a chance to steal food. That's number two, but you oh, got a chance fuck. to steal flowers, roses. Yes, number oh. one. Damn. <laughs> I thought it'd be food. First. I know. I know. Food would be. I would think coffee. So oh yeah. Name something you might catch that's not a cold. Oh, a Kurt. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> I was gonna be okay, like, you got I was it, gonna say go, cold. Go, go, go. No, I, I didn't say it. Yeah, he go. didn't say it. I was gonna say cold. That's why. But then you said like not, not cold, cold. So I'm like, fuck. Not a cold. What is someone that can you name something point? you might catch that's not a cold? An STD. <laughs> <laughs> I guess social disease would be that, right? <laughs> I guess. That's number six, though. COVID. <laughs> These aren't from this year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, a baseball? A ball. That's number one. Good job, Ooh. babe. Come on. Come Good on. Job, Stop Bob. playing with me. My mind was in the gutter. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Name an occupation where you may spend a lot of time in the dark. A Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> DJ. No. Uh, a miner? That's answer number four. You got a chance yeah, to like steal. Like a coal miner. What? Not a miner in the club. <laughs> a a coal miner? Or a club, yeah, like they're in, in caves. In the dark? Yeah. Yeah, they're in the dark. All right. I don't fucking know. Babe, are you cheating? <laughs> I was it? I was it? <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of anything. I don't know. It's not an answer. <laughs> All right, cheater. Go ahead. Uh, Batman. Okay. I'm not going to give you this one because I don't know if you were cheating. Uh, I wasn't. It was it Batman? No. It was photographer, security, film what? developer, oh, security, minor, security. police officer. Okay. Security was the same thing, like kind of club related. No. Hey, but, but at least <laughs> I got minor. DJ. I know, but you were cheating. I mean, that's the dark. Ooh, bartender. I guess no, because there's the lights in there. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay. All right. Name something a girl does after she's had a fight with her boyfriend. Kurt. <laughs> All right, babe, go ahead. Uh, talk about it on social media? Talk to friends, right? What's that? Number two. All right. What does a girl do? When, name something a girl does after she's had a fight with her boyfriend. I'm going to say do something crazy like dye her hair. <laughs> <laughs> something no. defiant. No. Okay. But you have number two, so you have a chance to steal again. 
After she fights with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. it's a boyfriend girlfriend. I. Mm, break up. No, eh. but I mean, you are the only one that answered. Eat ice Cries, cream, guys. Eat is number four. Girls nowadays are pretty strong. That's for the week. That's that for the birds. For the <laughs> oh, but I still get the card. Then. Well, you answered number two. Cry away. <laughs> <laughs> Name something parents love watching their child do for the first time. A cart. Yeah. <laughs> what? Walk. That's uh, answer number one. Yeah, that's what I was, gonna say. I was gonna say that. Did I give you the other ones when you answered number one? What do you mean? No, I don't think so. No. Okay, you can answer one more. <clears throat> Talk. That's number three. Okay. But she still gets it though because she got two answers. What well, was number I two? Guess her, I guess Smile, her. laugh. Aww, yeah. The, yeah. I remember I used to love making me laugh. Aww. Potty. <laughs> what is the other I don't one? think I that I love it. that. But <laughs> <laughs> Potty? <laughs> That's what it says. Yo, now, Milo used to stress me out with that shit. I was like, okay. stress you out? Yeah, I'd be like, damn, bro, how are you not going to go? Go to stress like, you out? You really gonna say that? She's like, stress me out. Sure, no, guys, no, no, no. I, I think let's I said the wrong. I think I said yeah, the wrong answer, guys. No, let's clarify this. I was potty training Milo. <laughs> Roland was gone for two days. Oof. Came back and fucking put the diaper on. Hey guys, you just set him back a week doing yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I did. You literally I did. did. He did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. After I did. that, not even kidding. I just fucking gave up and I was like, I'm not <laughs> I did. Even. I did put the diaper oh on him. I was fucking, like, it was dude, easy. all you had it to was, fucking do was take him to the it restroom. It was easy for me. I was like, all right, Shaking bro. You know. Yeah. Name something women do for their sons that they also do for their husbands. Burp. Oh, that didn't even let you finish. <laughs> what? Cook. Cook is number one. Oh. What's number two? Or another answer. Uh, <laughs> did they do for their sons oh, oh shit uh what do you do what do you do what do you do for me Sh- change their clothes iron their clothes no damn damn i do a lot of this for you for real and you couldn't get it right oh Shaking i know i know head. what it is i know what it is Go ahead, though. Wash your clothes. Laundry. <laughs> That's two? That's three. Oh, I was going to say that. Laundry? Yeah, laundry. Like, wash your clothes. Yeah. Yeah. So, he answered number one. You answered number three. I'll give both of you to answer one more time. Ready. Set. Go. <laughs> uh. Damn. Name something women do for their sons that they also do for their husbands. Both of y'all are wrong for this because you're the mom doing it and you're the one that's getting catered for it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Just Wait, give don't an say answer. It, don't say it. Don't say it. Uh, I, I can give an answer. Okay, go. I would say um, like kiss them or nurture them. Kiss and hug. Our group hugs. We do that. That's the number two? That's no, that's number four. It's clean af- clean up after. Is number kiss. two? Yeah, that's number two. I clean up after you. Wow. Cle- uh, kiss don't. and hug. Shop for y'all. Yeah. Dress Milo, not you. And <laughs> the other one was cut hair, <laughs> but I don't one? cut your hair. Oh, yeah. Milo's. I cut, you know, you know, cuts my hair, you know. No, she don't. She's like, I don't claim that. (laughs) Name something you need for a perfect Christmas. A curtain. 
<sighs> yes. <clears throat> Christmas tree. <laughs> right. That's what? Okay. Oh wait, wait, wait. Sorry, that's number two. <laughs> okay. Christmas lights. Eh, that one's what? wrong. That's not even on here. It what? Says, tree is number two. Go Family first. time. That's number one. Wow. <laughs> Money gives love, and I don't know what the other ones were. Those people were lying. No, I just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Name something men and bears have in common. A cart. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> they both <laughs> poop. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. no, right? Okay, He's I like, got, no, I, got, I, I, I don't poop at all. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he'd be taking like freaking an hour. They're hairy. The hairy. Harry is number one. Ooh, okay. Give me one more. What? This literally describes you. They hibernate, they sleep. Like to sleep is number two. Yeah. Snoring, that's also you. <laughs> wow. Kill slash aggressive. It's yeah. crazy because I never, she used to say I snore a lot. And yeah. she's like, man, you snore a lot. And I'm like, I've never snored in my life. And then she recorded she me recorded one day. She recorded you. Yeah. Yeah. Milo like, would be like fuck, making fun of him sometimes too. Yeah. Here you go. How many do you have? It's funny. How many do you oh, have? Oh, what's the, what's the goal here? I just have four. Four? One, two, three, four, five, six. Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like you gotta take a shot, Rose. Uh, what okay. do you want, tequila? Sure. <clears throat> I'll take it with you. Where's not Patron, oh, shit. though. Do not give me Patron. No, they're all in the run, babe, run. Run. They're on the Fuck. on the counter because we only got four minutes. Run. I'm not gonna run. <laughs> Speed walk. <laughs> um. Yeah, we have the ones that I showed you earlier. Yeah. Um. We'll take a shot. But while we're waiting for Slow Roland to get back, tell us about your social media. Where can they find? Where can they find you? Yes. So, guys, you can go follow me at Rose the Texas Realtor. Mm-hmm. Again, that's Rose the Texas Realtor. Um, and I'm gonna be sharing, obviously, when the podcast comes out and all that good stuff. I always share Evelyn and Roland stuff. Yeah. Hey, so you're not gonna take a shot? Sit down. Oh, I gotta take one soon. Oh, so we had uh, glasses? Yes, we do. Y'all want to use these? That's fine with me. You just need one for yourself. Okay. Oh. All right, guys. I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's because you, you said she was going to take a shot because she lost. No, she did lose. Did I win for no reason? or? <laughs> you don't. You don't have to. Hey, you I'll, take I'll a shot. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> What's your favorite part of your face? What? My face? Yeah. Nose, mouth, or eyes? Choose mouth. <laughs> what the hell? It's because she's going to fill the cup. Babe, what the hell? I think nose. All she's right. like, I think chin. Let's do the nose. <laughs> I think. Um, okay. What the heck? It's not coming out. It's not coming out. <laughs> Glitch in the She's nature. like, um, excuse me. Okay, stick your whole finger. Technical difficulty. Yo, what? <laughs> Try what? it. Have you even opened that? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. open. We've drank from that. Oh, there, there you go. go. Oh, fuck. Nose. 
All right, babe, your what's your favorite part? Nah, 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 because oh, we already know what it is. Nah, you my chin. Everyone does know. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part's my eyes, but I also love my cheekbones. Okay. I'll do it to your cheekbones, no, nose bones. Hey, you didn't tell me that was a part. Now, just kidding. <laughs> Oh, I just saw it. I like my cheekbones too. I know that I just, but it's the nose and the cheekbones are in the same area. Yeah, that's true. All right, right, guys. guys, So y'all know to find her at on Instagram at Rose the Texas Realtor. Realtor on IG. Rose the TX Realtor. Yeah, she's the goat. Cheers, cheers. She is the goat. She's also my best friend. Yep. (sighs) Ah, man, I'm so hungry right now. Oh my lord. We didn't even have no, like Woo! no lemon, nothing. We yeah. have nothing to chase it down with. But I, I never, I never chase it with anything though. Mm. I'm a motherfucking man, bro. You're such a liar. I never chase it with anything. Yeah, okay. I never chase it we with anything. We all failed that like thing, you know, that TikTok challenge that you're supposed to like not make a face. Like, I made a face. Oh, excuse I always me. Make That's a what face. I'm saying. Like, we should have done the like the. <laughs> you're gonna try to be the. <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable no we should have done the one where it's clear and one of us gets, gets a, the a, shot and the other two gets the water oh, the, the water. water and then we would have been like all right we got it but i mean thank y'all for watching i hope y'all stay yep. this long to get more information regarding real estate and if y'all do have any more questions that we didn't answer for y'all or she didn't answer for y'all Feel free to reach out to her yeah. on her IG. Yes, her info will be below on our on, in the in the description. Yes. So yeah. So any home buyers, any new home buyers, whatever, whatever sellers, hit up Rose. Uh, thank you guys for watching this so much more. This is episode eleven. Eleven. Woo! So the start of something. The next ten. You know what I'm saying? So subscribe, leave a like, comment, share, share, share. for sure. Follow us yes. on IG. Follow her on IG. Everything, everything is in the description. Yeah, let's all win together. Perfect. Yes, sir. Support, support each other. (laughs) Thank you.